hello and welcome to MLW Confusion. I'm your host Rob Cameron, bringing you all that you may or may not need to know about Major League Wrestling and its television programming. We got another edition of the Indie Spotlight because MLW is not running any first-run programming uh, during, we'll call it the review period of this week. However, this weekend we do have the Burning Crush, so look forward to that review next week. Of course, we have the news um, and our Indie Spotlight. Who's it going to be? It's a secret. Not really. Just read the t uh, title of the episode and you'll, you know, it gives it away because I'm not doing anything fancy with the titles for that. Or you could just continue to listen, which I highly recommend you do because, well, obviously my neck beard is better than everyone else's and therefore I am the most entertaining. But never mind that. Let's talk about the news, shall we? So, Burning Crush is this weekend. That's tomorrow well like two days at the time of this here recording uh but we got a batch of matches announced for the intimidation games event and taping uh so let's just let's talk about those because that's new that's new to us uh, of course intimidation games and those tapings surrounding it are going to be february 29th at the melrose ballroom in new york city uh we have uh 4.5 new matches announced as uh, cozy max is uh, put out an open contract to the entire locker room of MLW. Uh, so we'll see how the new tag team featuring our new MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Satoshi Kojima, fares out. In other news, we have uh, Lucha Spectacular. Star Jr. with Selena De La Renta takes on Magnus with Cesar Duran. This is part of the tapings. That'll be a special YouTube Be In Sports event uh, sometime in March. Uh, yeah, so uh, we're continuing the feud with uh, wrestlers from CMLL. Luchadores, if you will, uh, should be a fun match. Uh, two of the best CMLL have to offer. And, of course, we got whatever shenanigans are going on between Promociones Dorada and as Tekka Lucha with the return of Cesar Duran. Uh, also at these tapings, we have a number one contendership between uh, the Federate Zeta Steel and Delmi Exo. For the main card, we have two more matches announced. Uh, first of which is the returning Bobby Fish. He will be taking on Alex Kane. Also noted, it will be a street fight for, between The Calling, Sammy Callahan, and RSP, Ricky Shane Page, the national openweight champion, or at least he may be. I, I don't know. We'll find out after this weekend. Uh, they will be taking on Akira and Jake Christ. So whatever happens at Burning Crush uh, is not resolved at this point. So we, we still got some more Calling, Akira, Jake Christ action to be had in the meanwhile. Of course, our full card is going to be Satoshi Kojima taking on Minoru Suzuki. This is now an MLW championship match as uh, Kojima won the title from Alex Kane earlier this past month. Uh, so the previously announced fight between the two are going to be for the World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, interesting um interruption uh words have failed me at this point i'm not speechless just words have failed me uh words fail buildings crumble the ground opens wide etc um looks like mr st laurent has put in a claim for the world heavyweight championship uh, evidently it's going to come after uh the suzuki match or maybe suzuki's secretly part of the wtf now well, i don't know we're gonna have to find out here uh but msl interrupted a press conference with satoshi kojima uh where he 
basically laid down the gauntlet saying the WTF is going to be the number one contender for the championship. And Kojima had literally like had nothing of none of it. Just stood up, slapped MSL in the face and went on a uh, profanity laced tirade that I I would thought was mildly entertaining. Uh, it turns out bread club is not just about bread. Sometimes it's just slapping the snot out of fools. Anywho, so, yeah, uh, anyway, also, by the way, that World Shuttle match, just hook it up to my veins, baby, ah, I am down for that. We also have a match for the middleweight championship as Rocky Romero with Selena De La Renta, uh, defends against Mystico with Cesar Duran, uh, the aforementioned matches of Bobby Fish and Alex Kane, and the New York City street fight between The Calling and Akira and Jake Crist. Uh, for the BN Sports Supercard with the Lucha Libre Espectacular Star Jr. with Selena De La Renta versus Magnus with Cesar Duran, the Cozy Max Open Contract, the number one contendership match between Delmi Exo and the Federate Zeta as well. So that is the news to be had. Uh, let's move on to our main show. Uh, as I pointed out, is with MLW being. I don't know, bi-weekly now. Uh, still wanted to drop this thing weekly. Uh, and so, if you're new to this, uh, every other week I've been dropping uh, an indie showcase. Basically, my criteria is, for the most part, with the like lone exception of Effie's Big Gay Brunch, that you know it has to be an independent promotion, or a promotion considered to be independent, so no TNA, you know, no Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, etc., 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 and have to, and preferably would have a weekly television esque show, or in lieu of that, uh, just a weekly event. Uh, so this week, I am going to go out to the Northeast in Massachusetts to Beyond Wrestling's Wrestling Open. I'm going to admit offhand that th- I'm choosing that uh, this event this week beyond wrestling's wrestling open uh, episode 111 by the way if you're playing along at home uh not just out of the goodness of my heart but yours truly mlw confusion uh you know however you want to look at it the business the person whatever uh is the official sponsor of alley catch who is wrestling on this edition of the Wrestling Open. So, uh, you know, a good chance to put over a company who's doing some good work. And, of course, self-promotion, because there's nothing else I love besides a hot tub filled with pizza rolls than self-promotion. And so that's what we are indirectly doing here tonight, even though you're already listening to the podcast, so I really don't need to self-promote anymore. Uh, But you know what? I'll send you to Beyond, and they will plug the podcast, and they'll bring you back here deal that that sounds good that's entirely too convoluted i don't want to think about it anymore uh, i think i'm just gonna go get an energy drink you should do that too use my uh, use my coupon um and i don't know maybe hit up some of the links that are down in the description of this episode i'll be back un momento if you're like me sometimes you need to pick me up to get you through the day i drink Ray's Energy for that pickup. Ray's comes in a bunch of different flavors, and more recently, Italian ice, which is great, by the way. And it contains no sugar, so there's no crash after you drink it. And, really, like, best of all, if you go through me and go to wetrepsports.com, use my code CASS, you get 15% off your order. So, also, be like CASS, drink Ray's Energy 
our first match of the evening is a tag team match as regular MLW contributor Griffin McCoy and Pat Dynamite being called Time Bomb, taking their notes from uh, NXT's Jacket Time, take on the tag team of Waves and Curls, that is Jalen Brandon and Trayvon Jordan. I'm just going to throw out there right now that Waves and Curls' entrance got me pregnant. So, bombshell, everyone. See y'all in nine months. Anywho, J- uh, Jordan and McCoy start. There is lots of energy, especially from the Waves and Curls side. McCoy, oh, he he plays that douchebag role well. He's he's gonna be he he's he's gonna be a spoiler in theory. Uh, however, Waves and Curls take to the offense quick just because they've got so much energy to them. Uh, Dynamite is in uh same result tandem offense by waves and curls however a blind tag by mccoy allows for a distraction and allows time bomb to take over and work over jordan's leg quick tags and tandem offense uh ending with a half crab and a drop kick to the head only gets two though back suplex neck breaker another page out of the dudley boys playbook also gets two as well Brandon gets the tag in, and he clears the ring. Uh, it is announced at this point that five ma- five minutes have elapsed, which threw me off, uh, because most of the time, wrestling doesn't like to announce their timekeepers, or at least the, the time being announced. And this is a sidebar from the match. Like, actually, no, I changed my mind. I'm going to wait. But, yeah, they announced we're five minutes in on this. So, uh, yeah, so Brandon is in. We's a house of fire. Uh, we get a froggy bow gets two only because dynamite breaks up the pin. Uh, wave check on McCoy though. No dynamite to break up the pin this time. Wave check gets the win for waves and curls. Fun, quick match. Uh, tag team opener. Uh, this is my first time seeing waves and curls and man, they, they impressed. Not just because they have matching ring gear either. A uh, lot of energy. Um, a lot of fun. And first time seeing Pat Dynamite held his own. McCoy, I'm familiar with his work in MLW, uh, so not a whole lot of surprise there. Um, so, yeah, good fun match. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, back to the uh, timekeeping, though. Uh, as I said, like I was surprised that they announced the amount of time that had elapsed, and it's really kind of rare to uh, see promotions announce the time elapsed at least in regular intervals and it's actually really refreshing for me to hear that um because you know draws are a thing uh and so many so many places like they announce that there's time limits and then just don't do anything to follow up with them um or like we can jokingly call it it's on titan time so there's a time limit there's a time involved but we're really just not going to uh, follow it to the letter. Uh, so this is cool, that I think. And, like, I don't think draws are a bad thing if you set people up that draws can happen. And this is one of the ways you can set up that draws can happen is by saying, hey, there's a time limit. Oh, and we're going to let everyone know how much time is elapsed in regular intervals. So if it's, you know, 10, 15 minutes, drop it every five, etc. So it's really cool that Beyond and Wrestling Open is doing that. So uh, sidebar aside, the old man yelling at clouds part of my heart is quite happy at this development. Following this, we get an announcement that we have the Shamrock Slam 3-8 March 
28th uh, on IWTV. It's going to be a big show for Wrestling Open and Beyond Wrestling. We got Matt Cardona, the Maximum Male Models, Willow Nightingale, and Chris Statlander all appearing at this here show. So that will be live on IWTV. In the meanwhile, we have our next match. It is Los Toxicos, which is Utix Susio and Sebastian Amore taking on the Shook Crew, Bryce Donovan and Bobby Orlando with Bobby Jr., who happens to be the GOAT, and don't you forget it. Uh, looks like Orlando and Amore are going to start. Uh, Amore is so angry, taking a big chop to the chest, that he immediately tags out. Uh, Donovan, the big man of the Shook Crew, also tags himself in. Uh, Shook Crew showed off some tandem offense. Uh, Sushio runs distraction, though, and lets the Toxicos take over. Uh, Yuranagi and some ten- tandem sentons. Bobby Orlando fakes a big punch. And just literally just walks over for the tag. Like, usually, like, you see, like, a misdirection and then they hit the move anyway. Orlando just, like, did the wind-up for the punch. Amore's like, no! Ducks it. And he literally just walked over to the corner, tagged in, and it was great. Loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Uh, Donovan, though, is a house of fire. They hit a 3D. Uh, However, Amore gets some, like, quick... Uh, gets some quick offense and goes for a splash off the top, which Donovan just undertakers up, just sits straight up, dodges it that way, uh, hits a big f- sidewalk slam, tags in Orlando and gets the virtue signal, uh, drop kick, suplex combo to get the three. A uh, quick, fun match. Uh, commentary did put over that uh, Toxicos were a fresh uh, wrestling open uh, tryout group so it's kind of putting them over hanging at least for a little bit with an established tag team uh however you know for all other practical purposes this was just a quick match to kind of further what's going on with the shook crew and their uh, attempts to get gold at wrestling open uh donovan gets the mic uh he, he's talked about how shook crew is re-energized calls out brick city and uh yeah just Lays it out on the line. Brick City actually comes out, notes the losses that uh, Donovan had admitted that the team has had, and decided like the only way they'll even consider giving a title shot to Shakru is if Shakru battles a team of Brick City's choosing, and they beat that team in five minutes. Donovan notes that Brick City is used to finishing up quick, and they accept it. So it looks like next week we're getting uh, Brick City's mystery team taking on the Shook crew with a possible shot down the line of the uh, Wrestling Open Tag Team Championships on the line. And following this, we get get a promo for the next big show, uh, Beyond is promoting. That is going to be IWTV Kick. That is live on IWTV. Imagine that. Uh, got some big names coming that way. Marcus Mathers, Richard Holiday, Janai Kai, etc., etc., etc. Match number three on the night. Uh, it is Ricky Smokes taking on the wrestling chiropractor Landon Hale. Uh, we have a feeling out process of back and forth action going on. Uh, Smokes uh, does it up and over in the turnbuckle, lands on the second rope, and hit, hits uh, uh, ba- uh, 
man, I can't read my writing, and it was just pretty darn neat. Uh, hits a second rope, like slingshot style, uh, backcracker, freaking neat by Smokes on that. So he's impressing me early in this match. Uh, Hale tries to mount a comeback, but uh, Smokes. <laughs> Cuts it off. Uh, several near falls. Gets Smokes frustrated. Uh, Hale hits a top rope beal, sending Smokes crashing down to the mat. Uh, get a backbreaker and a snake eyes combo. Only gets two off of that. Slingshot cutter also gets two by Hale. Uh, we get a sick knee counter off of like a slingshot spear kind of maneuver. Followed up with a pump handle shoulder breaker, which was nifty. Also two count off of that. Uh, looks like looks like. Hale is going for a, uh, going for uh, you know, some sort of over-the-shoulder maneuver. Smokes is in uh, the victory roll position, rolls through into a Rana, uh, then gets a cave-in style, uh, you know, Cameron Grimes to the moon, uh, style uh, double stomp standing edition, gets the one, two, three, uh, quick Fun match, lots of stuff going on here. Uh, you know, I'm peripherally aware of a Landon Hale. Uh, he's, I've seen him do some good work out in the Indies. Not as familiar with Ricky Smokes, but I'm that second rope uh, backcracker man. That was some gnarly stuff. So a fun match for our third match of the evening. We follow this up with a video uh, detailing the saga between the Church of Greatness and Ichiban. Ichiban uh, has been on kind of a losing streak, especially when it comes to the Church of Greatness. However, he has earned their respect. And so he's kind of... He's not a full-on member, but he's kind of in the periphery of the group now. Uh, the church has now turned face in the process of reaching out to Ichiban. Uh, so tonight we're going to have a kind of an odd couple pairing of Ichiban and a member of the church in the terms of uh, Lucas Chase. They will be taking on the Stetson Ranch, Danny Miles, and Hammer Tunis uh, with Steven Stetson himself uh, in here a tag team match. So let's get right to it. So looks like Ichiban and Miles is going to start the start uh, start the party out. Excuse me, uh, getting tongue tied already because that like it it's so hard. You you've seen Ichiban in action. It, it's really hard to uh, catch him when he's getting going. If you know what I mean. Uh, but he's using his speed. Uh, however, the ranch boys get the tag in. Uh, Chase saves Ichiban off a double suplex and tags into clean house. Uh, get Johnny Ace style corner clotheslines, tags Ichiban back in. We too get some attempts at quick tags and tandem offense. Uh, however, Miles saves Tunis from a corner attack at the last possible moment. Uh, this allows the heels to take over, utilizing quick tags of their own owned a beat down chase uh miles goes to attack ichiban and that that cost him that distraction ichiban just clubs him in the head follows it up with a back body drop by chase hot tag to ichiban he is a house of fire uh until at least uh steven stetson interferes uh still he gets taken out by ichiban at least initially uh but the distraction is too much we get a heart attack on ichiban for two only because lucas chase interrupts it uh looks like we're gonna get a possible tag finisher from ichiban in chase however stetson is back in and attacks Ichiban getting the DQ uh just at this point now it's just a three on two beat down Stetson gets a chair is going to town uh looks like they're going to hit a big chair shot on Ichiban and uh 
Brother Greatness takes the bullet, Mr. President style, uh, gets uh, takes a hit in the throat by a steel chair. Uh, we still get some, you know, handicap beatdown action. Ichiban does get, like, fired up over the attempted save. Well, the successful save, technically. Uh, but it's just, again, the numbers game is way too much. When Tyree, uh, Ty uh, Tyree Taylor comes in, uh, he saves the day, but not before he takes numerous shots to the midsection by the steel chair. Last week, we have the Bratz uh, defeating the team of Kennedy Hardcastle and Gabby Forza. Uh, this is due to a forced miscommunication between Forza and Hardcastle, uh, resulting in Hardcastle getting a spear from Gabby, our Nomi friend. Um, and yeah, so it's kind of leading up to this match. Uh, the Bratz have formed an alliance with the Federate Zeta Steel, uh, except, okay, you know, brief, uh, brief aside. Can I call her the Federette if she's not, like, actively with the World Titan Federation in the moment? Like, I mean, she's still with the Titans, she's still with WTF, but WTF doesn't have formal representation in the Beyondverse, so I, I'm not sure if she's in a Federette at this point. So, hey, Zeta, if you're listening to this, you know, like, you know... Tweet it out for me. Uh, do me a solid on that one, and you know maybe I'll maybe I'll journalist appropriately at this point. Uh, but yeah, so Zeta is now part of this Bratz faction, and to even up the odds, MLW Confusion has brought in Ali Catch to be the third person for this trio's match. So our next match is a trio's match: the Bratz Zeta. Uh, Shannon Lavange and Paris Van Dale taking on Nomi Ka uh, Gnome Catchel. There we go. I gotta read my writing once again. Gnome Catchel. So Gabby Forza, the Nomi, uh, Kennedy Hardcastle, and Ally Catch. So looks like Steel and uh, Forza are gonna start the party, uh, and we're just starting off with some big, big strength by the Nomi. Press Slam starts off the match. Uh, Kennedy is in, hits a senton, and then another senton on the uh, Paris Van Dale, who's wandering in. And by wandering, I mean running in to break up uh, all the bad things that are happening to her teammates. Uh, Catch gets tagged in, and Lavange is in. Uh, Lavange just kind of like gets some, you know, dodging in, ruffles up Alley Catch. Uh, but all things go go south when Alley actually gets her hands on uh, Lavange. Uh, the Bratz accidentally, repeatedly drop elbows on Lavange, followed up by a big elbow by Alley Catch. Only, go only going to get, you know, two count off of that. Uh, for, uh, Gabby and... Uh, yeah, it's just Gabby at this point. Things are breaking down already in my head, which is nothing new. Uh, so Gabby is in a double flapjack, but uh, at this point it's three on two, and the numbers games are too much. Uh, Zeta gets a two off a of tornado DDT off of a uh, hard catchel on the ringside area, or like part of the ring anyway. Uh, triple team on Arnomi. Eventually, though, oh, uh, Gabby hits a double suplex on the Brats. Hot tagged Alley, and she's a cat of fire. Uh, double Northern Lights suplex gets two. Everyone is in. They're getting take. They're just get taking their turns, getting their stuff in. Uh, before Alley gets the pin on Zeta after a bit of miscommunication by our. Face team, uh, but it wasn't enough because 
there was, may have been miscommunication, but Zeta was way too busy throwing the Nomi out of the ring, allowing Allie to come in, hit the roll-up. One, two, three. The Technicos, the faces, you know, hard catch-all, get, uh, get the victory. A fun match off of that, uh, just as, you know, just as chaotic as I made it out to be because bodies are everywhere in these trios matches. Uh, of course, I'm a big fan of Alley Catch, hence the sponsorship. Uh, you know, familiar with Zeta's work, uh, catching her in Dreamwave, and of course, uh, in MLW. I've I've seen uh, Kennedy Hardcastle in uh, action, well, on AEW television, um, and of course, most notably in H2O as well. Uh, so the other folks I'm not quite as familiar with, but hey, you know, it was a fun match, fun match to be had. Glad, glad to have uh, Confusion attached to that match so shout outs to everybody for uh, good work on there up next is our semi-finals for the jumbo grand prix as brad baylor takes on fancy ryan clancy uh baylor's only 19 years old and like i mean at moments you can kind of tell it but like the dude has got swagger he is built Fancy Ryan Clancy is out of the 1940s, so uh, we got an interesting dichotomy of personalities in this match. Uh, the Jumbo was a round-robin-style uh, round tournament uh, before, uh, you know, formal brackets being played out in the semis and whatnot. Uh, so we are getting Clancy and Baylor for our first match. We'll have our second match uh, here in a bit. Uh, so starting off the match, Clancy out-wrestles Baylor, uh, Baylor, when he does get to be free, he's kind of a jerk about it, getting to the ropes, mouthing off. Uh, lots of working over various variations of the headlock by Clancy. Uh, Baylor finally breaks uh, the headlock sequence by dropping Clancy over the top rope. Uh, this is followed by various clubbing blows. A power slam gets Baylor a two count. Uh, Clancy hits an atomic drop combination, but he misses his big drop kick, allowing him for a spine buster for two by Taylor. Or excuse me, Baylor. Taylor's coming later. Oh, too many rhyming names already. Uh, close, 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 close. Uh, two count off of Baylor backbreaker. We got back and Fourth pinfall attempts. Baylor is caught trying to use the ropes off a sunset flip. Uh, several near falls later, Clancy uh, rolls out of the way, hits his signature big dropkick to the face, and picks up the victory. He is moving on to the finals. Uh, again, another fun match to be had off of this one. Uh, you know. Uh, said Baylor's got some swagger to him. Uh, Clancy, uh, again, not super familiar with his work. You know, being the first to admit that I'm just picking promotions quasi at random, regardless of how well I'm aware of everyone's existence. Uh, but I, I like the style. Like, I, I am a fan of some clean technical wrestling, and the dude is a throwback to the time when, you know, technical wrestling was key. And let's face it, you can't get, well, you can get a little bit more throwback, but like, the dude's finisher's a dropkick. That is his high spot. Like, so there, there's some throwback action off of that. Following this, we are going to have our second semi-final match in the process of everything. Uh, but first, I am going to jump back before our last match because I totally missed our interview section of Jermaine Marbury. He has uh, challenged 
for the Wrestling Open Championship. Uh, he was robbed of the title by Big Business, the stable. Uh, he's looking to get another shot, preferably one-on-one, -on -one, against Brad Hollister, who interrupts via satellite. Uh, he basically just flat out says, like, it's an easy payday to take on Marbury, so he'll give the boy 15 minutes of fame, or at least another 15 minutes of fame. But first, he has to beat someone of Hollister's choosing. Of course, Marbury is down for it because he wants that title, and he wants to do it for his mascot buddy. All right, so jumping forward, uh, the other semi-final match of the night. Um, yeah. Psyched for this one. Uh, Ty uh, Tyree Taylor takes on TJ Crawford, the Silver Assassin. Jumbo semis, uh, the other half of it. The winners going to the finals. So whoever win whoever wins this match will be taking on uh, Fancy Ryan Clancy in the finals. Uh, looks like uh, Crawford is going to start the party uh, party hot, taking it to Taylor. Uh, Taylor though just hulks out of it because. Taylor has a size, a huge size advantage. He's over three bills, ladies and gentlemen, over the uh, much smaller Crawford. Uh, however, Taylor misses a corner avalanche, allowing Crawford to work over those ribs that were injured earlier by the steel chair by the Stetson group. Uh, so that's going to be, this is going to be our Achilles heel for the match. Uh, you know, when you have to play the size, when, the, when there's a, such a size difference, you know, the uh, smaller person has to, pick a spot and just work with it and it's going to be the ribs for this here match so uh you know we're going to get lots of strikes to the midsection uh the best we can especially those educated feet of crawford uh taylor tries to fight back at various points but locks it goes old school ryan clancy old school even locks in an abdominal stretch uh taylor catches crawford uh and hits an over the shoulder gut buster that was nifty uh Big ol' pounce only gets two, though. Crawford hits a mule kick, follows it up with a cutter, a zigzag variation, and a double stomp, but only gets two. Taylor hits a, a discus clothesline, uh, follows it up by the uh, Brooklyn Zoo spirit bomb. Uh, however, those ribs are hurt, and Crawford rolls to the floor. In the ring, Crawford is just mouthing off. He gets tossed about, because that's what happens when you're such a dick. Uh, however... Crawford gets out of the way and pulls the ref into uh, danger for a corner avalanche. Luckily, Taylor kind of catches himself. And by luckily, I mean, why wouldn't you take out the referee when you have the chance to do it? Because those refs don't care about you. They will turn a blind eye to any cheating that's done to you. So you might as well preemptively take them out. As Taylor is going to learn the hard way. Because as he's dealing with the referee, he turns around and walks right into an eye poke by Crawford. Uh, then, like... That it's just going to be academic from there. Eye poke, silver bullet spin kick, and that is enough to get Crawford the victory. David Fells Goliath, he is going to the finals, That he being Crawford. Uh, Clancy is out. Those two are going to be meeting each other in the finals. We're going to have a face-off. But of course, we, of course, of course, of course, it wouldn't be a show if they didn't come to blows. We are having a giant pull-apart brawl. Uh, locker room clears to keep these two separated. As Crawford's going to the back, Clancy gets the mic and tells Crawford he is going to kick his ass next week. So, 
fun, fun, fun. Lots of action to be had. Like, there's not a whole lot of time to take a breath outside of the video packages in between matches. Um, already setting things up for next week, and of course, with the with the finals of the Jumbo Grand Prix. Also interested to see where we're going with the Church of Greatness and Ichiban. So definitely adding this to the... Uh, the the uh, rotating cycle of wrestling I consume each week. Um, so really cool to be able to be a proud sponsor for this here show. Uh, did thoroughly enjoy it. They do good work. So of course, you know, check it out. They're Beyond Wrestling, Wrestling Open. It's on IWTV uh, primarily. So if you don't have a subscription to that, get one. Like there, there's a bunch of independent wrestling to be had on there. They broadcast live. There's video on demand, uh, 20 year, at least 20 years of professional wrestling of various promotions on there. So I've, uh, last week caught some, uh, caught some action wrestling. Uh, I've used to watch, I've watched Chikara. Uh, obviously in the past action was like fresh last week. Chikara in the past, I've reviewed, uh, hardcore hustle, uh, H2O, uh, etc. So IWTV has a bunch of good wrestling to be had on there and totally worth the subscription price but that being said beyond wrestling wrestling open is over that means this podcast is going to be over um yeah so great times to be had stay tuned for the plugs the best ways you can support this here show of course check out the urban wrestling network uh when muffins isn't having me on the show he's out there reviewing the nwa he is also uh bringing in the future doing interviews as well so be sure to check that out on the youtubes um Go head over to We Like Sports. Uh, occasionally, a contributor uh, for them, doing various wrestling reviews and articles for that as well. So, you know, tell everyone that I sent you, so maybe I can get a bigger payday out of the deal. Um, but otherwise, that you know, check out the Patreon, check out the merch, all that sort of good stuff. In the meanwhile, I'm gonna check out Burning Crush tomorrow, but I'll see you all next week. MLW Confusion is a weekly podcast that is written and performed by Rob Kammer and is hosted on Spotify for Podcasters. MLW Confusion is part of the Urban Wrestling Network. You can check out the Major League Pod, amongst other shows, on YouTube at Urban Wrestling NW. The background music for this section is Ruined My Day, performed by Alan Schroeder. If you enjoyed this podcast and like to support, please like, subscribe, and tell your friends, family, and enemies. Leaving a review is also helpful, as word-of-mouth advertisement is very important for small podcasts such as this. My social media links can be found in the description below, but Twitter and Instagram are at the Nova of Cass, T-H-E-N-O-V-A-O-F-C-A-S-S, and Facebook is at MLW Confusion, all one word. If you'd like to support monetarily and help upgrade my equipment, please check out my virtual tip jar at www.kofi.com slash Casanova. If you prefer more bang for your buck, you can go to patreon.com slash Casanova, whereas for as little as $2, backers get access to the podcast early and ad-free, plus other weekly exclusive content such as at home.exe, the Patreon-exclusive podcast. So, join the crew that is headed up by Keith Wynn, Alan Schroeder, Alex McCarthy, and The False Prophet, and check it all out. You can also find t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merch at the Confusion Podcast Store on Teespring. 
for business inquiries such as ads and sponsorships, please email at rzcammer, that is K-A-M-E-R-E-R, at comcast.net. Thank you all for listening.